Boo, everyone. It is time for Art House Rewind. My name's Brian. I'm Artless. And uh, yeah, it's the the two weirdos that are here doing the podcast today. Uh, Jake McKenzie is out of town, and uh, we're going to talk about some scary movies today. And Matt was too scared to have that conversation, so it's just going to be me and our list today. How's that sound? <laughs> that sounds all right. Okay. <laughs> we're going to have a good conversation without having to appease those guys. So. Um, so before we get started, as always, I'll give a quick rundown of what is happening this week at Art House in the Babcock Theater. Uh, this week at Art House, we are opening Triangle of Sadness. Uh, this is the new film from Ruben Oslin, who uh, had done The Square and Force Majeure, and uh, it won the Grand or the Palme d'Or at uh, Cannes. So it's uh, and it's the know. director's second one. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's uh, it's been highly anticipated, and uh, we're going to have it for one week only here at Art House, but it is the only film playing this week as well. So plenty of opportunity to catch that one in the theater. It looks like a lot of fun, so check that one out. Uh, sort of a social class uh, comedy as well, so it should be pretty scathing. <laughs> uh, then at Babcock, we've got a few other things. We've got, uh, on Friday, we're going to have a concert there. We have Modern Rock Orchestra featuring Grant Ferguson. So if you've been wanting to see a concert at the Babcock, it's been a while, go check that one out. That is Friday at 7 o'clock. Then over the weekend, um, on Saturday, we will have John Carpenter's original 1978 Halloween. Um, kind of good timing in the sense that the the new uh, Dave Gordon Green trilogy just wrapped up. So go back to where it all began with John Carpenter's. And you saw Halloween Ends, correct? Yep. Yeah. So How does it compare to the uh, original? The ori- <laughs> 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 I call Halloween Ends uh, Twilight with a little bit of Michael Myers in it. So okay. go, so come and re- rewatch that original yeah. movie. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that original one is a classic for a reason. So check it out on the big screen again. Uh, then Wednesday, um, that would be November 2nd, um, it is Jake McKenzie's birthday pick of Wayne's World, which turns 30 years old this year, just like he is. So come check out Mike Myers and Dana Carvey and that SNL-inspired comedy. Have you seen Wayne's World? Uh, yes, I have a long time ago. Long but, time. Yep. Me too. So <laughs> it is a great one. It's one of those great 90s slacker comedies, so do check that one out. And then lastly, on Thursday the 3rd, um, we have a rental group coming in as a fundraiser for the Silver Run Ski Team. We have... Uh, a ski movie anywhere from here, along with some other short ski films that we'll be showing. Um, great time to check out some picturesque skiing on the big screen and, you know, watch them shred those slopes. So, <laughs> and that is it for the week. So a lot of great things. Are you going to check out that ski film? Uh, I, I will peek into the curtain when <laughs> okay. I'm working the event. <laughs> All right. So... Yeah, it is Halloween week this week, so we thought, what better time? I know a lot of other people are checking out some horror films at home or in the theaters, so uh, we thought we would have a little conversation about some of the scariest movies we have ever seen. Um, And to kind of narrow that down, this doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best scary movie we've ever seen, but it was something that scared us the most, I guess you could say. For me, it just stuck with me exactly. after watching the movie. Yeah. 
So some of them are really great films in their own right, but um, yeah, just because we list it here doesn't mean that it's like the best film ever. <laughs> so uh, we'll kick this off with our list. What would you say are the three films that had the biggest impact on you? Uh, I, okay, so starting... I kind of put them in an order from three to one. Okay. So number three is It Follows, which is about an STI you don't have to put on your dating profile <laughs> because you don't want anybody to know that you have this. But uh, if it, if you sleep with someone that has it, that thing will come and start coming after you, yeah. but it will slowly start creeping towards you. So it can show up as like a friend, family member, or just any stranger that looks part just looks a little bit peculiar yeah. and it just slowly it, it's very persistent on yeah. trying to get you persistent but it only walks yep it only walks and it's yeah i remember seeing that in the theater and you you become very observant of every single person in the, in the background, background yep. and yeah it's something so frightening of literally just watching someone walk suddenly becomes a terrifying image yep especially just after that opening and then there's yeah. a scene inside the house with a, a giant dude that yeah. actually got a good jump out of yeah. me but. <laughs> yeah that is a great one so all right and then next on my list is the witch from 2015 so i grew up very religious so it anything with like demons and witches kind of like sticks out with me so and this movie takes place in the 1630s where a family gets kicked out of their uh gets kicked out from the church so they have to go live in the wilderness and then soon the newborn baby goes missing and then crops start failing and the family just kind of goes gets crazy towards each other but there is something more sinister in the woods making them do this so yeah. it's they're just anything with, like I said, anything with like ghosts or demons, but like the actual uh, Satan part mm -hmm. of the movie, which literally gives me chills. Yeah. And I am not as religious anymore, but it still makes me think there's something. In, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Something in the house after watching that movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That is a great one, too. That's from our good friend Robert Eggers, um, who also did. Uh, the Lighthouse and, and recently, The Northmen. Yep. So, yeah, he's got a great filmography. And that was his his first big one, at least. I don't know. Yeah, if, I think that was his, uh, his debut. Debut, yep. yeah. So, yep. all right. And mm -hmm. then what's your last one here? Uh, it's the 2018 Suspiria remake, which, okay. yep, it's about, it, it's about, and takes place in 1970s Berlin while the, while some terrorist attacks are going on. And Susie Banyan from America has made her way there to join this school, which is run by witches. But And the witches do have more uh, sinister intent to save their leader. And so there's... So I would say, after multiple rewatches, I would say the first part of the movie does move kind of slow. But as mm -hmm. soon as we get to that mirror scene where yeah. she starts to just... Yeah. That it's the witches do, doing mm -hmm. it through a good dance and that scene made my stomach churn and I was wondering why I was even even watching that movie <laughs> and so that's the effect it had on me and then especially there in the climax when you're just yeah. everybody just it's literally screaming yeah. <laughs> at the end that exactly. affected yeah. me so yeah it's it's a great film and it was again I think I've mentioned to you before I need to rewatch it in the sense that the first time in my head I was comparing it so much to 
the original from 77. Yeah, which is also a great which, movie. It, yeah, it's great in its own right, but um, yeah, they, they're they telling a different story with similar similarities, but uh, yeah, kind of waiting for the certain turns that happen in that film. They don't happen in the other <laughs> Nope, so they did not. <laughs> so. um, well, that's great. So yeah, yeah. I was going to um, jump into mine now. So um, yeah. I don't know if I have a strong order of things, but um, I would say that ones that really had effect on me um, probably first would be when I was young um, and trying to catch like some of those classics, especially ones that got even further recognition with like Oscars and awards and stuff yep. like that. And the first one that I remember like really getting in my head was The Exorcist. And that that kind of follows in that same, like you had with The Witch, of yep. like, you know, I may not be very religious, but like seeing the religious overtones. Yeah, and knowing, especially like, affecting yeah. like a parent exactly. having to see their daughter yep. go through and this. Just, and, yeah, yep. how grotesque she gets by the end, yep. too. And uh, yeah. It's, yep. That movie is a classic for a reason. <laughs> exactly. It's, yep. it's, it's terrifying. And it's, yeah. I, I, I saw the... The, the film you've never seen version yeah. before. And um, it has the, the crab walk scene, which was not in the original theatrical, but yeah. it has become one of the more um, uh, iconic scenes, iconic since, scenes yeah. of the film, even though I, I understand part of why it was cut is that it kind of jumps into this terror a little too early because that happens and then it goes back to them not really being that scared of her or anything so yep. it was sort of out of order in that sense but uh but yeah still the imagery of it was very off-putting yep. it's just the backward the heads going backwards yep. things that I always and think about that movie. blood running out of her mouth yeah yeah it's or just it's defiling rough. just catholic statues that yeah. religious part of me is like oh this is bad yeah <laughs> so, yeah pretty pretty terrifying to young brian i was probably not even that young i was probably like 1415. Yeah. Uh, another one that really stuck with me, um, and, and I probably saw this one even later. I was probably more like 18, 19, the first time I ever saw Poltergeist. Oh, okay. Um, and I think what really does it for Poltergeist for me, haunted house movies in general, is um, I feel like there's with horror films, I know Jake McKenzie and I saw Nope earlier this summer. Yeah, and, a great one. Um, and he had kind of said, like, at a certain point, he had a turn where, um, you know, he wasn't as scared anymore because he realized what it was sort of thing. And that's that's kind of common with horror films. Is mm -hmm. Like, usually early in the film, you know, you're catching glimpses of the monster or... You know, things are happening, but you're not exactly sure. And yet the more you go and you more understand, you get to see the monster more. You get to understand how it works. Yeah. Then you become more grounded and then it's less scary, kind yeah. of, once you get into that third act especially. Usually it's it stops being scary and now it just becomes a how do we defeat it sort yeah. of thing. Um, and that's um, kind of that difference between horror and terror. Terror is more of that... Um, not really knowing what's going to happen. And that's why I feel like haunted house movies can really be scary for me in that sense that I don't know how this works and mm -hmm. like everything is a potential threat, it seems like. Mm -hmm. And so that's um, part of why Poltergeist 
was really scary, especially into that third act, was that, that suddenly... Yeah, well, the clown. <laughs> I, I, I don't know anyone that isn't terrified of that clown. <laughs> yep. But also just the idea of, like, you know, we had already gone through the thing with they moved the chairs and then the um, uh, Zelda... I can't think of her last name right now, comes in, the house is clean. Like, you kind of understand, like, how the spirits work. You know that, um, you know, she's back home. She's not trapped in the TV anymore. And then... And then everything goes off the walls and things are reacting totally different than they did earlier in the film. And so it's like, I don't know what's going to yeah, happen. I would say that, that was the best trick of that movie yeah. is thinking everything's all right. And yeah. just, nope. So, And then the last one that I want to mention here, and um, it kind of falls back into the haunted house thing in a way. Um, but it would be Sam Raimi's Evil Dead, the first one. Oh, okay. Uh, not not two or Army of Darkness, but that first one in particular, I feel like is scary. Not just in that haunted house sense of like you know weird things are happening, and um, the Deadites themselves are very you know yeah. frightening, and and the way they taunt you in a way that you know they're not they're not scared of you, they're not evil incarnate, they're just. They're just there to torture you, it seems like. Yeah, and, and so that is scary, but also um, there was something in the filmmaking itself, too, of that really low budget uh, with, like, really grainy camera and, you know, not the best filmmaking techniques. Like, everything's, like, a little janky as it moves. Everything's yeah. a little... And it just makes it even more frightening to you because you feel like anything goes that you know yeah i would say it's just anything with a lot of the horror imagery from that movie is just memorable especially with the trees and to me i just think about what you would even do in that situation if your friends were yeah were getting possessed like that for sure the only way to free them is just killing them so (laughs) exactly so yeah that one that one was was rough for a while of just um, like it took me a while to revisit it just because it was like so rel- like I remember it's not even a long movie it's like 80 nope. 85 minutes maybe right. and it just felt like a marathon of like I am just tense this whole movie <laughs> so, yeah um, so yeah those would be the three films that we wanted to highlight um, but you know, continuing this conversation though, because um, there's something really fascinating about horror films in general. Um, I know it's not a lot of people's bag. A lot of people have nothing to do with them. I was like that for a long time. I was always like, "This is like kid stuff," or yeah. you know, it's it's not high art. Um, and to a degree, there are several out there that are not. But um, it is subversive cinema. It is um, really you know, being able to examine what scares you and being able to kind of experiment with that is really a fascinating thing. And, you know, even if you don't care for that sort of thing, um, it's it's still really fascinating to me. Yep. And, yeah, for me, I, I usually don't say it's my favorite genre, but when I was trying to look at 
trying to put a, a compile a list for movies on this so i went into my letterbox and a lot of my 10 out of 10s are horror movies yeah. <laughs> so when the horror movies really stick out they definitely yeah. stick out and exactly. stick with you because with great filmmaking so exactly yeah. and and it, it's it's one of those things too that like everyone can relate to in some way and that's why some people don't want to watch horror films it's like why would i want to be scared i'm already scared but um, yeah but uh it, it's just such a relatable topic that everyone has a fear of something and you know, being able to explore that on you know, on cinema is is just really fascinating. And and not you know, some things aren't overtly scary. Like, you know, there aren't monsters out there, but yeah. there are things and that's a lot of horror is allegorical in that sense yeah. that, you know, it's it's a representation of something deep within us. You know, yeah. Baba Duck is a great example of, you know, the Babadook is a monster, but really it's sort of grief incarnate. Yeah. <laughs> so. Especially trying to be a mother at the same time. So. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I also know that, like, for me, some of the films that didn't make my list here were films that, like, I did not actually ever see, um, you know, so really the scariest movies I've ever seen don't really exist because I was four years old and saw a glimpse of something on TV Mm -hmm. and I have no idea what it was and I'll never be able to find it again. But those images, um, are just stuck with me and, um. and so that's sort of like whatever movie in my mind <laughs> I associate with that is always going to be the scariest movie. Um, I do. I did revisit some late. So I did eventually face my fears and watch uh, Hellraiser three, which, oh, okay. is like, <laughs> which is like not even a great movie. But some of those Cenobites at the end that were like. 90s like rave culture yeah. ones those are some of the scariest ones to the guy shoots cds out of his face and yep. stuff so. okay um and then also uh, a story that i always like to tell is the scariest movie i ever saw as a kid um i i saw my parents had rented it and were watching it which is funny to think of now that like my parents were not horror film fans so mm. Whatever they were watching must not have been that scary. <laughs> but I spent like 15 years of my life like being terrified of that film and not knowing what it was. And then in like 2007, 2008, I got online to like Yahoo Answers or something like that and <laughs> just typed in like, hey, there's a movie that I like remember this scene and this scene. Like, can someone tell me what this is? And the movie ended up being. High Spirits from 1988, <laughs> which is a paranormal romantic comedy starring Daryl Hannah, Steve Gutenberg, and Peter O'Toole. <laughs> and so the, I, I ended up like, okay, I need to face my fears. I need to watch it. Um, what it is is um, this uh, hotel owner um, tries to round up more business by saying that the place is haunted and then rigging like, you know, things to, you know, doors to close on their own and like other scary things to happen in the hotel. And then the real ghosts that live there get upset. And so then they start actually haunting the place. And it's a dumb thing. Daryl Hannah is a ghost because this was 
in the 80s and Daryl Hannah couldn't just be a woman. She had to be some paranormal thing, a la Splash. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, some of the imagery from that, when I found out that like this was a comedy <laughs> too, that it's like, um, but some of the images, like one image in particular is that this hand reaches out from like a trophy fish on the wall, like this hand reaches out and grabs someone's throat. In my mind, he killed him in the, what it really was, was someone like just taking them hostage for a second. Oh, but it was just like, oh, the, again, at four years old or whatever I was when I first saw that, that just terrified me. And then, yeah. yep. I had a... Steve Gutenberg movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a kid, I had a, I think it was a Bud Light commercial with the, okay. it had Liz Henchman or whatever. So, okay. like, just seeing that on TV for whatever reason scared me enough that I legit started <laughs> crying seeing it. And yeah. But as always horror movies are always on at my house so yeah. like at that point i've seen like scream and just other slasher movies because that's where i was comfortable but mm-hmm. things like war of the worlds would still scare me okay. watching those the tom cruise one yep yeah and so it would be very strange that i wouldn't be scared of a movie unless i had a dream about it so i had a dream about the green goblin so i was afraid of that first spider-man movie for for a second so <laughs> i actually just this weekend, I um, I watched the 1988 version of The Blob. Oh, okay. Which was a movie that I thought, oh, I think this is what I saw on TV that scared me because the other one's from like the 50s. That one didn't scare me. It, it had to have been the 1988 version that scared me. And watching it this weekend, I was like, a lot of this doesn't seem familiar. It was probably the 50s one that scared me <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> so, All, right. All right. So, and I know you had a question about the first horror film that, that we ever remember seeing. Yes. Do you remember what yours is? Uh, what I remember willingly put on with other people around was that first Scream movie. So okay. I became obsessed. Just became obsessed with that movie, but yeah. the first like horror movie I think I watched by myself was that original Poltergeist, which you just talked okay, about. Yeah. So being six years old and everybody's asleep in the house, that movie scared me yeah. a lot. So I was awake after that yeah. and with lights on and everything. So mm-hmm. it was very difficult for my dad to wake me up the next day <laughs> to go to school. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was something too of when I was a kid. So you know. This would have been 12 years old and younger. I would be um, watching the house while my parents were at work in like the summers when I was off school. Yep. And a um, couple things. One, I would usually read a Goosebumps book a day. <laughs> like I would start the day off and read a Goosebumps book and sometimes scare myself and then be like, oh, now I have horse or house chores to do. And I'm like <laughs> scared that there's something creeping behind the dryer or something. Uh, and then I, that was also around those times that I watched um, Exorcist for the first time and The Shining for the first time. And both oh, okay. of those like really like made it like, I'm scared to be in this house by myself right now. <laughs> Um, so the first film I remember, I mean, I may be off on this, I'd have to really think, but I would have to say the, the horror film that 
that most sticks in my mind of like this is the first one I ever saw was probably Gremlins. Oh, okay. The 1984 Gremlins, um, which is scarier than the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and I, and I also remember like when the sequel did come out, my brother rented it. I was too scared to watch it because the first one was so scary to me. And then finding it wasn't as bad. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was, that's probably the first scary movie that I remember watching. I'd have to really rack my brain if there was something else. I know I saw some other things like, well, no, that was definitely later. Because I remember watching The Fly, the no. Jeff Goldblum one, but I was probably older by then. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Gremlins is probably the first horror film I ever yeah. saw. I, I watched that for the first time recently, and I'm finding out I think it's just uh, anything happening to the human body mm-hmm. just grosses me out and yeah. so that serves as a roller coaster yeah. for me at, for the David Cronenberg yeah. movies so <laughs> yeah yeah Cronenberg the the king of body horror and uh it's it's really great but it can it can be very off-putting yeah because so. I got more comfortable as soon as he was definitely the fly and yeah. things were happening to him then so yeah. I think because my brain didn't process him as like a human as much yeah. anymore so mm-hmm. yeah so and I also have a really bad eye thing because I saw Final Destination oh. Five. So <laughs> just anything with eyes, I legit will look away from the screen yeah. and squirm. Yeah, <laughs> I still squirm as bad as the effect looks when uh, in Terminator One when he takes his eye oh, out. Yeah, it's still yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So. All right. Well, I think that covers our scary stuff. So. Um, Everyone, check out a horror film this week. It's Halloween, and that's what you got to do. Um, I saw Barbarian in theaters. Did you end up seeing uh, it yet? No, I have not yet. That's a real great one to go into blind and just go for the ride. Halloween Ends is still in theater. We're going to have Halloween ourselves on Saturday, so you can check that one out. Um, Creep Show uh, tomorrow, as this is posted, so you can still check out Creep Show. Um, at the Babcock on Wednesday the 26th and yeah it's it's a great genre to explore so don't write it off there are some great ones out there Mm -hmm. Um, I mean Jaws is a horror film too don't forget if you want (laughs) to if you want a movie that's like Jaws what came out this year watch nope (laughs) nope yep Yep. All right, well, that about does it for us. Um, be sure to check out arthousebillings.com for all things Art House and Babcock in downtown Billings. And if you have any things you want to mention to us, you can email us at uh, podcast at arthousebillings.com. So thanks for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Thanks, everyone. Right, see ya. Bye.